Pretend to know, episode nine. We are uh, back. We are all working on finding our energy today. <laughs> it's there somewhere. Yeah, I think that um, maybe. You know, last week we talked about hangovers, and uh, Bryce was kind enough to do a little bit of uh, field research yeah, for us. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, had a little trip, had a little trip to Vegas, but uh, yeah. seemed like you're back. I'm back. Yeah. Uh, ready to talk the first text i sent you this morning um on our little text group was actually bryce are you alive and it was like oh tongue in cheek and then you didn't answer for like two hours <laughs> yeah. like, oh no we haven't heard he's from not alive yeah. all good all right i'm back we're here we're ready are you up or down after we've been good yeah that's a good idea. yeah up. i was up um, came, came back up we've actually been talking about doing a gambling episode i pretend to know just oh. explaining money lines and that kind of stuff because yeah. i feel like that's one of the more misunderstood or not understood at all yeah I would uh, agree. like when i'm talking to my wife about a money line or something it again she's a thousand times smarter than me right and it's like i'm speaking a completely foreign language to her yeah it on, does have like on its what own, it is you're doing its own language and lingo and <laughs> there's, i mean they got there's, there's podcast and like websites and tv stations now all dedicated all to about it, it yeah. the action network and all that with it, musburger i think yeah it's it's kind of funny because yesterday i can't remember what the bet was but yesterday there was some bet that you pitched us, Michael, and, uh, and both, of us, it. both of us felt like it was a lock. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, it was the, it was a, yeah. So I, I was telling City about it. I was like, oh, Michael just did a live bet and it's a total lock. And she was like, okay, what does that mean? Right? <laughs> yeah. And I explained it to her. What's a lock? And then like the team that you would bet on winning uh, pulled ahead and I was like, God, I knew it. I knew this was yep. a lock. Like he killed it. And then the other team drew with like five minutes left. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and Sydney was like, but you said it was a lock. Like, yeah. you... and I'm like, this is why people don't like you. You just learned the word. Yeah, right, <laughs> don't yeah. use it against yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live bet Manchester United when they're down one, nothing uh -huh. uh, to win. And it was, I mean, pretty good money. Yeah. Um, that was an insane money line for Manchester United versus Southampton. Yeah. At any point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, they had to win, but I won good money. Thank you, uh, Big Rom. Shout out to Romelu Lukaku. Can we yes. talk about Romelu Lukaku's physical appearance? Because it's unbelievable. I thought he would be. I thought he was kind of thick, and then he ripped off he his shirt, not. and he is <laughs> shredded. Man, Sydney, I we, missed all this. We were sitting there watching it, and he he scored, and he ripped his shirt off, and I was like, "You like cover her eyes?" Yeah, I'm like, Sydney, don't look. No, she was it's she, not real. She was like, "That is like." We both agree that it was like the perfect human specimen. Oh yeah! Like yeah. The way, and then and then I'm I got to like Google this. I got now. really frustrated that he's the same species as me. <laughs> Rob Lukaku. <laughs> really mad. Yeah, that no shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm popping that in Google right now. Yeah, I'm really mad that we're actually the same. Yeah, yeah. Everything like the fact that I'm a he is a portly five foot ten. <laughs> yeah, he's a big old boy. I mean, yeah. he's he's strong. Um. Anyway, so this is not a gambling cast today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. We will maybe do that if there's interest in it. Uh, we're the Pretend to Know Show. I realize we blazed right through that. Uh, we are your guide to faking your way through topical conversation. So each week we pick a topic and we teach you how to just get by in a conversation at a, uh, a cocktail party, etc. Um, gathering of sorts. Yeah. Yep. You know, maybe a fire pit. I feel like that's mm. it's cr rapidly 
ratcheting up on fire pit season in Houston yeah. again. Uh, we broadcast from just outside the Heights in Houston in a little neighborhood called Garden Oaks. And it's when it's fall and when it's spring, you can smell fire pits <laughs> up and down the, up and down the street whenever you're walking everywhere. I think that this neighborhood is very pro fire pit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, Lots of people yeah, with fire makes, pits. That out. makes sense. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not exactly, uh, as diverse as Houston is as a city. This neighborhood is a pretty, it's a little yuppie. Yeah. It's a little down the middle of <laughs> who lives here. Uh, but I like it. Um, and, uh, actually, uh, Bryce, you didn't know this midweek. Michael got questioned on his, Oh, sorry. I'm Kiko. Oh, I'm Bryce. I'm Mike. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Michael got questioned on his knowledge of the streets in Garden Oaks from a Ooh. listener on the podcast. Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, got a text message from a friend that was like questioning whether or not Michael knew what was it? When the streets were cut or something? Yeah, like, I can't even um, remember what the point was. Last week in my blew your mind, we were talking about like more people walking right. and things like that. And Kiko was talking about the size of the streets yeah, in Garden Oaks, and he was like, and they were cut, you know, in like the like the thirties, basically, or thirties or forties. And I agreed. I was like, yeah, like I just as a filler. Uh-huh. And so like, and somebody because called he's me a nice out. guy and a good co-host. Right. Like, somebody That's called me do. out on it, like as if I knew when the streets were cut. And I said, hey. I I'm pretty familiar with the area. I know when these homes were built. So like I would agree. I was actually agreeing that within that like 20, 30 year range, that's probably when the streets were cut. Also, it was a bizarre thing to like, Plant or flag in. That's what I was going to say. Like, of all the things to fact check us on, it was like, that's the one. Right. Like, of all the potential misinformation that gets spewed on this show, yeah. that's the thing. The street wits. Yeah. Shout out Jason for always keeping me grounded. Boom. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh, speaking of mines and the subsequent blowing. Yeah. It's time I, to do I, it again. I, it is, but I just, I just want to, I just want to put this out there. I don't know if it'll ever be as good as Bolton last week. <laughs> I feel like. If you weren't listening to last week's episode and you just have five minutes to spare, go listen to the Blow Your Mind, the second one. Mine is kind of a downer. I apologize. <laughs> Bryce knocks it out of the park, it's, pun intended, oh, with his. Oh, that was good. Um, and it is, it is hilarious. I watched, so the whole thing's on YouTube. The full uh, video. The full video. And I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you that me and a few people in my office watched seven or so minutes on how to get some power from your back foot when you're swinging through Ooh. on soft pitch softball. Yeah, crush the Slow beetle, pitch, right? Softball. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. And uh, he, he wants you to know that, uh, you know, in hardball. Uh, oh. yeah, Is that what he calls it? Uh-huh. Uh, in hardball, uh, the power is derived from the pitch, right? You're just redirecting right. power and then adding to it. And in softball, slow pitch especially, you've got you to derive your own power. And you do that with the uh, foot placement. You start your feet close together. <laughs> I can't give away all the secrets, but uh, I will say you that. You have to watch the free yeah. YouTube video. Yeah. You learned a lot. Bolton also, the whole time, many buttons open oh, on his yeah. Bolton's yeah. Bombers oh, yeah. shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So each week, uh, listeners, we do a segment called uh, You Just Blew My Mind, where Michael and Bryce discuss something that week that blew their mind. And we start it off every week with a little theme song that goes like this you just blew my mind you just blew my mind i love that so yeah. much i that one i wasn't able to dance to because i was like carefully watching how loud it was and everything mm-hmm. uh for those listeners at home i'm in a constant fight to make this podcast sound better <laughs> because we're recording in a huge room. So it's hard to do any soundproofing or anything. 
and friends of mine have podcasts that sound better and it makes me mad. So we're, we're hopeful that yeah. we're improving. Yeah, you've you've done right. a lot of work this week and I think the listeners are going to, they're going to appreciate we'll, it. We'll let, we'll let us know, uh, under, uh, file under things I expect at a Kiko, it's to have other friends that do podcasts. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> also the 0% surprising. <laughs> still, still have a Facebook. He probably yeah. has, he probably he has does multiple. have the Facebook, yeah. which is like a total deduction <laughs> right. from like his Kiko count. It's the only uh, out of character move of his yeah. is uh, the Facebook. Um, all right. Who's going first? I'm, I guess I am, Bruce even though I'm wildly underprepared from my travels. You're going to do great. You earned yourself so much capital last week. So you did. I'm what? the one that needs to pick it up, and I don't have a great one this week. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll see. see. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. It's going to be not that good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Okay, what so what blew my mind uh, is I read that there was a study done, um, and it was uh, by the Center of U.S. Dairy, and they okay. found that 48% of Americans don't know uh, where chocolate milk comes from. Okay. So almost 50% don't know where it comes from, but the real oh, stat no. is that no. I can see where this is going. 7% of Americans think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. 7%. 7%. So I That's think a, it's way too big of a number. It's too big of a number. <laughs> and I'm kind of also annoyed that 48% are just like, not really like, they're not saying brown cows, but they're just like, not sure. I do like that. It's, <laughs> how do you not? Like, well, I like that it's <laughs> called mustard, what it is. Guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's called flame form and you're like, I have yeah. no idea. Where does that come from? It's called chocolate and milk. Yep. It's right there in the name. <laughs> it's like, they're like, so. this is, it's, it's 2019. I don't think I should say. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I prefer not to answer where chocolate milk so, comes from. Yeah. Also what, um, what was so important that the dairy lobby decided that they had to spend money yes. on the chocolate? That's milk a study? really good question, buddy. Actually, like, what what is the value of this study? The, the dairy lobby version of Fermi is yeah. sitting in his office, that, and he's like, "Do they, they know where it comes from?" <laughs> is the dairy lobby part of the cheese board? No, he wasn't. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's got, it's a subset. Or man, that cheese board that is a dream job. It really is. You and, just have weird dreams, though. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a, a weird dream, dream job. job. There you go. <laughs> yeah, look at me. You guys are crushing the connecting puns. the dots. It's also. Uh, you, speaking of puns, like think about working a job that everything about it is a pun. I mean, cheese board, order it at the cheese board, yep. work at the cheese board. Um, I feel like you can't have a bad day at the office when you come home. It's like hard to complain about yeah. when like, you're at the, the cheese board. Long day <laughs> in the cheese board. Like. Oh, we were we had a lot of blues today. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Uh, all right, Bryce. Um, yeah. It's no Michael Bolton, but I'll take it. All right. What about you, Michael? Uh, what blew your mind this week? So. I got uh, sent an article, actually. One of the good things about this uh, Blue Your Mind segment, and I guess you don't really know this because you don't ever answer yeah, the question. Yeah, I don't participate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe, maybe it's just me, but I have get a lot of articles sent to me now about like, <laughs> really? with the title Blue Your Mind. Yeah. Like, oh, people like are like that. trying to blow my mind for me, which is great because... Yeah, that's I've less research. Less research. Yeah. Um, and if you like Google like crazy stats and stuff like that, you just get some weird stuff. But... Um, <laughs> I was just reading about this uh, guy, uh, this company, RJR, out of the Atlanta area, and um, they make fake money. It's um, for, like, uh, movies and TV shows okay. and oh, okay. things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea the size of this industry and, like, everything that goes into it because... Uh, I clearly don't either based on how you're saying this. Yeah. I mean, everyone uses it. Um, and one of the funniest parts that to me was that like all in 50 cent and, um, Kendrick Lamar rap videos, like it's all fake, which like, I thought like of all the things that like all the places that you would see fake money, I figured a rap video shoot would actually be real money. Right. Right, right, But no, that is not. 
Um, so do they like control the whole industry? Are they the only real player? They're the biggest player uh, because they have like this, like how great they make their bills look, but they charge. So what's crazy to me is like the industry of fake money and right. get real money. And it costs them. real right. money for <laughs> fake money. Yeah. But it's $45 per stack of $100 of bills. Damn. Wow. What a good business to be in. So if you think about like, you know, a movie like um, Ocean's Eleven or whatever, like yeah, you know, think about how much and cash is yeah, in those rooms, right. how much yeah. money that is. Yeah. Oh. I wonder if they like do like, do you remember a couple of years ago, Soldier Boy got called out on Instagram for like holding up stacks of money and it yeah. had just computer paper in between and it just had oh. fake money on either side. So like surely on like Ocean's Eleven or whatever, they're like stacking reams of paper and just yeah. doing the like outside. The, yeah, the outside yeah. of the palette right, is, yeah, yeah. is the fake money. Yeah. Possibly. Because um, the, so like the high grade, like the nicer bills that... So there's like different bills for close-ups and from far away. Okay. And the close-up, like the nice bills, it's $65 per stack. Man, this is like, I am Does it say something astounded. on it? Like surely it has to say something on it. Yeah, so like, that's one of the things is like they have to make, they have to make changes to it. Um, and like the close-up ones, like they actually look a lot like, they have to look a lot like real right, money. Yeah. Um, but they do like um, on the back, you know, where it's like, where it should say like, um, like U.S. Like, Treasury or whatever yeah. it normally says, it, like they say, like Department of Fake Money. Oh, really? Um, and like, there's like they little changes to words. It. And they actually like they've recently um, on the high grade ones, they they actually do print like optical illusions into them. So like from the camera view, it looks like money. But then if you just turn a little bit, like if you went on oh, that direct shot, right, that it actually makes it like you can tell it's not money. Yeah, because I was just watching maybe 10 days ago, I was watching this vice documentary on counterfeit money in South America and how that's like a thriving industry. Yeah. And they just basically make it on like a laser printer. And hmm. what they do is crazy. They get this really nice paper and these people that make the fake money for no money per hour at all. Cause it's like this total mafia vibe. Right. Uh, they like print it off on like a normal, like HP printer and then these people are paid to wet the paper slightly and then they take a razor blade and they split one piece of paper in two so they can put like the safety prevention stuff. But like they literally have to split a piece of paper with a razor blade in half in half. Wow. And then they like glue it back together and they 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 put all the safety stuff in there and they're like, yeah, no, I think they said that um, the most recent big bills in the US, they can't counterfeit. They haven't figured out how to do it yet. But they're like, it doesn't matter because they accept old bills. So we just make old bills like, oh, yeah. which is a counterfeiting thing I had never considered. Like, yeah. of course, it doesn't matter if you fix they don't the expire. one. If you That's don't, true. Yeah. Like you can still, you know, because I mean, do you remember when we were kids and the president's faces got like huge? Oh, yeah. yeah. On the. On yeah. The, yeah. Uh, so that was like, a big like awkwardly large. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was watching. But now you're totally used to it. Right. Because I was watching that documentary and it showed some from when we were little. I was like, that's wrong. Like that yeah. feels wrong. <laughs> that looks really weird. Like Abraham Lincoln's face was like this big instead of like that. big. anyway, so RJR in. Uh, Out of Atlanta. Yeah. But it makes sense. They'd be in Georgia because like <laughs> more stuff's being filmed in Georgia than anywhere else in the country. Yeah. I actually I did not know that until reading this article that it's like the they're calling it like Hollywood of the South. I didn't know that. Um, Georgia did a super smart thing. What they try to do with like what they tried to do with like Amazon and stuff is Georgia gave an immense amount of tax breaks for filming there. Yeah. Okay. And then the idea is obviously you come film here, you hire people here and it works really well for something like that because like of like a food network, like diners, drive-ins and dives or whatever, wherever right. they go, they hire their crew in that city. They don't travel with a crew. And so 
if you can get I people, no idea. if you can get people to set up your base, they travel with like four people and then they hire cameramen and stuff like that. And so if you can get people to set up your base in Georgia and just pay Georgia people. So I guess that really worked well. They gave like huge tax breaks. All these people started filming movies there. And then like the television show Archer and like all of those are all made there Interesting. because it's so much cheaper. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Walking Dead is all in Georgia. So it's just like a tax play, but that's Makes crazy sense. about the dollars being made there. Yeah. Uh, funny story real quick is that uh, they've actually had to make some modifications to the bills to make them more fake because when they were filming Rush Hour 2, um, there's a scene, I don't even know that I've seen Rush Hour 2, but there's a scene apparently where they blow up like a safe or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that scene's and, in every Rush yeah. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's sure. in all of them. But it's, yeah. like, it's like outside or like this okay. building explodes. So like money goes everywhere. Right. And actually like some of the dollars like floated off of set and they came, like, went into circulation. Oh, people, yeah. like, spend, like, people picked them up <laughs> oh, and started spending started trying to uh, use this fake money from oh, So they wow. actually had to like start, they had to make more changes to, uh, you know. Have either of you guys ever found money on the ground? Yes. Yeah, I have. Does that not, that's like, it could turn any day around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just finding a little bit on the ground like that. So uh, come to find out you found fake Chris Tucker money <laughs> yeah. on the ground. And you like, can't use it. My, yeah, my mom being like the sweetest person in the entire world is that if she finds a penny and it's heads up and she collects them, like yeah. she, if only if they're heads up, yeah, though, my mom too. Yeah. it's good luck. And she's like giving some to me and my sister and to Jenna and stuff like that. But I asked her, I was like, so what if it's not heads up? She said she flips it over and leaves it so that the next person that oh, comes. Oh, man, that is next yeah, level. Nice. Have, that is. Wow. Have, so she actually stopped and flip it over so that the next person has good she luck. She's spreading good luck. Like, That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, good blew my mind this week. Yep. It was always going to be hard to follow last week. I think we did a good job. Let me uh, hit us with the, that Michael Bolton hangover still. <laughs> hit it with the theme song here. You just blew my mind. You just blew my mind. So let's get to what we're uh, talking about this week. What are we talking about this week? So I'll, I'll get into why I suggested this one, but because uh, there was an actual reason behind it. But I think it's it's strange because this is one of those things that's in your maybe not day to day life, but it's in your life. And I don't know if I don't know if I had ever talked thought about it until recently. But we're talking about those crazy roadside attractions all over the country and. I guess the world as well, but like, you know, when you're, when you're a kid, I guess I went on a lot of road trips when I was a kid, mainly I think cause Clovis was so far away from everything Airport. else. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of driving to be done, but you would pass by, you would pass by these things. And I had never given any thought to the fact that someone somewhere had to put money into, into building one of these things. Right. I mm-hmm. feel like this is more of an American thing yeah. to yeah, have these kind of sure. crazy roadside attractions. I feel like a lot of these things are like what, foreigners think of america yeah yeah like, i think oh, you're you right you guys yeah. have that really big potato right that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. what i think you of guys americans. are so bored it's like you put, know what you're yeah. right yeah yeah <laughs> when you, you can pay us five dollars to guys, see this potato do you guys notice that none of these things are like houston texas los angeles yeah 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 there were not a lot of not big city living they're usually remote um they're usually a lot of them in the midwest that's right uh you're you're part of the world yeah no what's funny you said it kiko like i can recall just you know, growing up, vacations were always pack up the car. We're, we're a, driving. What's you know? the big uh, theme park? Is it Cedar Cedar, Cedar Point? Cedar Point yeah, is like the big one there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the big one in Ohio. I want to go to Cedar Point. Yeah, it has like the most roller coasters. There's something about it, theme park, but like that's I a, think. Yeah. When's the last time you were on a roller coaster? Oh, I don't yeah. know, man. 
Somebody asked me like the other day. Uh, Emotionally, daily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Currently, yeah, yeah. Um, right now. Actually, um, I don't like roller coasters. Somebody asked right? me the other day, yeah. like, "Do you like roller coasters?" And I, I said, like, the last time I was on, like, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I like it's fine. Are you a baby? Yeah, like, 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 they don't. They don't affect my life in a any way. Decades ago, like, I, en- I enjoyed <laughs> they them. Don't affect, <laughs> they don't affect my life. It was like uh, that's like I was talking to someone the other day, and I know that this is a hacky joke, and I'm sure that I heard it somewhere. I don't remember. I'm not going to claim that I came up with it, but like. I will say that based on like old westerns and repeats on TV and stuff, like as a child, I thought that quicksand was going to be a way bigger concern <laughs> oh, yeah. in my adult yeah. life than it is. <laughs> yep. Like, and I don't know who came. Like, it's not my joke, right? But yeah. I will say that like that is exactly what it reminded me when you're like yep. a roller coaster does not affect my life today <laughs> at anyway. all, like, at all. It's not like you like turn the corner like cool. Oh. <laughs> oh. Might have to get Superman. on this coaster. <laughs> yeah. Judge Roy scream. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, well, we're talking about roadside attractions. It's episode nine of the Pretend to Know Show. Pretend to know show episode nine. We are talking about roadside attractions, and I kind of brought this up midweek, and it was sort of an audible because normally we plan a little bit further out in advance. But I here's here's my train of thought because I haven't shared this with you guys. Okay. Um, here's my train of thought. I was watching the fantastic show called The Final Table on Netflix. Has anybody watched that? I have not watched it yet. It's, it's good. great. No. But I love cooking competition shows and okay. and sort of like chef's table and stuff like that. So yeah. here's why I like this one. This one is good because it's not like, oh, I'm the sous chef at Barnaby's. It's like real deal chefs from around the world. What are you saying are, about Barnaby's, man? I'm saying that their sous chef is not as good as the chefs. I thought it was pretty clear I'm what saying, I was saying. I'm about saying what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were. it's like a couple of the contestants are Michelin starred uh, chefs that are competing on this. Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. I, thought it was, I always said it was it, Michelin. It's Michelin. Well it's, well, it's a French word. You so said it like a Michelada, though. The, well, the way you say Michelin <laughs> is Michelin, because it's a French word. But Michelin start is fine, because that's the English way to say it. Okay. I'm anyway. Le- I'm learning so much. I was so just much. asking. Yeah. No, that's how good. dare you all. defensive. Right? Teach- I am a little defensive We're right teaching now. people stuff that... No, I don't know I didn't, how to I pronounce it. You're a little defensive. Yeah. Mute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. That was a reach. Anyway. So they're like... they're. What's that? So you got a really cool shirt on. Oh, thanks, buddy. That's a New Mexico United uh, 2018-2019 kit. posted on our Instagram. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a really sweet kit. Um, the, okay, so uh, here's the thing. The sponsor could actually work yeah. for today. Yeah. Yeah, Wolf. Yeah, it is a little bit of an attraction. It's a weird attraction. And it's, you know, they've got three new locations going in now. Uh, that's, that's, almost, that's almost a bummer. That's right. It is a bummer because of private equity firm bottom. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Capitalism. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. These Michelin-starred <laughs> chefs... Are competing on this show. We like refuse to like keep going. Like, it's a this really story. good. Sh- we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> We're tangent crazy. Bryce is hung over. Yeah. Michael's yelling at the dog. We got Vegas Bryce here. <laughs> All right. So the final final table. <laughs> Let's finalize so the story. The, uh, you've got. <laughs> so you've got. It's like a competition to see how long you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> you got these high caliber chefs competing on this show, right? And. It's cool. Each each week they pick a different country. They cook that food country. People get kicked off. Kind of standard cooking show. But I was 
talking to Sydney about the Michelin star system and how it's one to three. And I was like, that's weird that it's not five stars or three, you know, because yeah, everything you say is like five stars. Generally right. Right. So I looked it up and the Michelin system is the same. It's the Michelin tire company. Yeah. I didn't know that until like a year ago. Right. That, that part that I did blew know. my mind. Yeah. yeah. And so the Michelin tire company, right when they first started, put out uh, a tour guide. So it was this idea of if you were traveling on Michelin tires, where could you stay? Where could you eat? Uh, a couple years into it, they got rid of, they were selling ads in it and they got rid of ads in it and they started sending out secret diners to dine at the places that they were mentioning in their guide. Okay. And at first fine dining restaurants would get a star or not. So you could have a Michelin star or you wouldn't, which is why they kind of colloquially will say, Oh, it's a Michelin starred restaurant. Cause that was kind of how it started. Star, no star. That's okay. what it meant. Okay. And it just meant that in the travel guide, you would have a, star next to your name and that meant the secret diners went there and they enjoyed it enough that you get a star a couple years later they introduced a tiered system it was one star two stars and three stars one star basically meant if this is on your journey this is the best place you can go that's on your like on the trip you're going on okay so like don't go out of your way for right. it right two star was like if you got time go out of your way for it Three star meant you could plan a journey around going to this place. So now that Michelin stars, Michelin stars, whatever, Michelin Cru- stars, Michelin stars, <laughs> yeah. um, nailed it. It's killing me. Now that those have gotten so big and like, I mean, people travel like yeah. to you know crazy countries to have yeah. this food. Have they like taken back the stars that they gave diners originally? So stars <laughs> I do. Feel like you have to. <laughs> like, well, no. Each each year you can lose your stars. Ah, every year, and it's always been that way. So it just depends on whenever the when the guide comes out. You may or may not. Now, as a chef, you can say, I'm a Michelin-starred chef, or I was a Michelin... You know, like, you can say it right. when you got one awarded to you. But, for example, um, you know, the French Laundry is a very famous restaurant in California. Yep. Uh, the same chef had Per Se, which was another very famous restaurant. And there was a very... There was a period of time where it, like, it lost all of its stars. New York Times gave it, like, a bad review. Like, it can fluctuate. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a pol- political game, I'm sure. Anyway, so there's still a portion of the Michelin tire company that runs the guide. And now it's basically just restaurants, right? right. Like the, the only point of it is still is, is to Fancy do this restaurant. Restaurants. And so I was thinking about it and I grew up very near a place that we'll talk about, which is the Cadillac ranch. Okay. And I was laughing to myself that like, if they were making a Michelin guide about the part of the world I grew up in, like Cadillac ranch yeah. would have been like mentioned in it, you know? Yeah. And then it's like really, that's where the idea came from. I was like, you know, that's all this has to be, right? It's like people trying to get, like put something on the map that makes you say like, oh, you're driving by. You should right. stop here and spend your money here versus elsewhere. And so then I thought, oh, this is like such a great piece of Americana. We should dive into like what are the weirdest roadside attraction kind of things and why are they around and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So and there is some weird stuff. Yeah. When you started talking about the final table on Netflix, I had no idea how you were going to get to and look, the, the world's largest ball of twine, <laughs> <laughs> but you did it despite both of your best, best efforts. <laughs> but here yeah, we are. We tried to derail you, but so, we made it. Uh, I want to take one from you guys before we start kind of going through them one-on-one. And, uh, I'm sure that both of you guys had on your list, Lucy, the elephant. Oh yeah. So Lucy, the oh, elephant Lucy. is the kind of mother of all of these. Yeah. Um, it was like the kind of the first concept. Yeah. So, uh, James V. Lafferty 
was the owner in the late 1800s of this stretch of undeveloped land outside of Atlantic City, New Jersey. <laughs> I, I just Googled it just to <laughs> just, just just get a picture. <laughs> just so you know, it's closed right now. Yeah. Oh, good. Not open on Sunday. Yeah, so. yeah. uh, it opens at 11 a.m. on Saturday, so uh-huh. I don't think it's open except for Saturday. Well, there so, you go. Well, one day a week. Uh, so he, he had all of this undeveloped land outside of Atlantic City, and he wanted to develop it. And he said, well, how do you, how do you sell land to develop? You get people to go there. How do you get people to go there? And he said, I'm going to build a giant elephant. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, like, this is good. So it's the uh, next logical step, right? It yeah. was uh, in, this is crazy how much money this dude had. 1881, he built Lucy Elephant for $38,000. Wow. And I don't know what, like, I need to look uh, what that means today. In today's money. But it's a lot of money. It's, it is. And so yeah, he builds build a six story. He, he builds Lucy the elephant and he was auctioning off land on the parcel that he owned from the top of it as a publicity stunt. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, the president visited it in 1882. Lafferty filed a patent on giant buildings, quote, of the form of any other animal than an elephant as that of a fish, fowl, etc. Which means he was claiming that he invented world's largest <laughs> animal buildings, <laughs> and then no one else could build and them. And then no one else was able to uh, to do so. So just quickly, um, thirty-eight thousand dollars is roughly a million dollars. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Eighteen eighty-one, thirty-eight thousand. Yeah, it's nine hundred thirty-seven thousand. So you own a parcel of land outside of Atlanta City, Atlantic City, and you're like, I need to get people to buy houses out here. I'll build a, a million, million dollar, dollar yeah. giant elephant. That'll get him. Named Lucy. <laughs> Named Lucy. <laughs> Named Lucy, yeah. It's like the worst version of Field of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> if I build this elephant. If I build yeah. this elephant, they will buy houses. Hopefully people will buy, yeah. Uh, but it worked. I mean, who, who are we to say? So yeah. that's like the genesis of the roadside attraction. I Lucy. Mean, Lucy the OG. I, yeah. I think that there were, there were obviously like earlier like carnivals and stuff like that. But Lucy the OG was the first like, this is a structure built purely to get people to drive out of their way to see this crazy structure. And can you imagine like 1900 you're like, well, we got to go see that huge elephant. (laughs) What do you want? What do you think we're going to do over the summer? Oh, I mean, I don't care, but we got to go see the huge elephant. Like the president went, did he? Yeah. Yeah. President Woodrow Woodrow Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. So that's a, that's the genesis of them, but I guess we can probably rifle through a couple more that are out there. Yeah, there's so it's crazy how many of them there are, and I think it's cool because I think no matter where in the country you're from, like there's probably you know some thing that you remember like going to see on a family vacation right. or road trip or happened to maybe be near you, and so like your area was like proud of. Yeah, you said there's whatever this thing. You said there's be. one in Houston, right? Yeah, the one in the beer can house. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I mean, as far as major cities go, it's kind of crazy that Houston does have a roadside attraction i it guess it is it is weird because on the navigation on my car beer can house shows it always comes up, up as a as like, a spot i agree yeah, yeah are they paying like extra money to google i have no idea because it that always works. comes up well um, it's weird that any of them exist now because uh interstate highways basically killed all of them right in the in the 50s because all of a sudden there was an efficient way to yeah just blow, drive blow past from these place things. to place yeah. and you, you and then you had to you had to do that but um like route 66 was another really famous one um, near where I grew up. I mean, there were songs about it and everything. Right. And then yeah. uh, in I-40 bypasses it completely, but people still drive on Route 66 because of that. You yeah, know? Route, Route 66 goes right through uh, Oklahoma City. And there's oh, actually yeah. like some bars and stuff right along 
Um, this like we used to go to them. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so the beer can house though, it, um, for those of you not from Houston, it's basically there's a guy here. Um, he, his house, he got, I was reading it and it's funny. He got sick of mowing. That's where this came from. He's like sick of, <laughs> he was sick of mowing his yard. Okay. And so, right. you know, which people can relate to. So he decides he's just going to, you know, put rocks down for his whole yard right. and have no grass, which once again, some people do, but then for some reason he decides to take it even farther and that he's going to cover his house in 50,000 aluminum cans. Now see, here's, for the, here's the logical jump. I don't make <laughs> <laughs> much like you were wondering when I got, how I got from final table to Michelin <laughs> stars to our topic. Right. I don't know how you get from boy, do I not want to mow today <laughs> to, to I'm going to cover my house in 50,000 yeah. beer cans. It took him 18 years as well. So, well, did he drink them all? I mean, I don't know. I didn't get that far, but I mean, I, that's the, that's the jump right there is he didn't want to mow because he was sitting on his ass, oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> his butt, sorry. Oop. Oh, I can say yes. Yeah. <laughs> and drinking beer and throwing them around the house. Have and you, that's where he came up. Have either it. of you ever been to the beer can house? Not in it. I've, I've not been, been inside and buy it. it. I feel like we should it. take a picture of it for the social media. Yeah, we can. I uh, drive by it all the time. So. Really? It was pretty yeah. close to where you used to live, right? I yeah. Google. I yeah. don't think I've ever even seen it. I've seen the art car museum. The beer, not, of course, the beer can house, like it kind of follows with art car. Like Houston yeah. is a weird art car kind of thing. It too. is. It is. Um, it's oh. in like the memorial area. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's not far from where we are right now. It's just south, like just south of where I live. But anyways, um, yeah, beer can house. Welcome. Uh, Houston's I'm, only real attraction. I've I got, thought maybe like the president's. Yeah, I like those presents. I saw them yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the ones the, near downtown? Yeah, they're yeah. like right by the stadiums. Yep. They're in uh, Eighth Wonder now, right? The brewery? Yeah, they have some as well. I think Eighth Wonder got them. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there's some still there, wherever okay. they were there's before. There's like multiple but, yeah. sets. Okay. Um, let me ask you about Arizona's London Bridge. Man, I this did not know about this. Blew my this, mind. Yeah, speaking <laughs> yeah, of blowing my mind, this was like, I'm glad you brought that up right. because we need to talk about this. Okay, teach me because yeah. I really... I'd Wait till you hear this. Okay, so... The original London Bridge, the actual structure. Where's that at? Is in Lake Havasu. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It's yeah. not in London. <laughs> so I'm making a joke yeah. there. Right. It's yeah. not in London. So the original Joked London yourself, Bridge. Joker. Yeah. yeah. Is uh, in Arizona. Yeah. So Why? the. Um, Good question. It was built in 1830 and it was dismantled and transported across the pond, as they say. And now it spans Lake Havasu. So what. What I read had happened was they, when they built it in the 1830s, um, mm -hmm. it was just, you know, uh, horse and buggy pedestrians. Yeah. So then once there was cars, um, the bridge couldn't support, you know, all the cars driving over it. Okay. So at some point London was just like, well, we're done with it. And they auctioned it off. I and love the idea that Lake as Havasu you do with bridges. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as you do, right yeah which I, that's a little they strange. They were in the market. Lake Havasu. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, looking, I mean, like I, I, we bought a, a couch recently online and i was like how are they ever going to ship that not to mention london bridge <laughs> yeah, yeah how do you get it across the world yeah it cost seven million dollars to move it jeez from london and to Arizona. there's pictures of it and i mean it looks like a fine bridge but i wouldn't be like oh that's london bridge you know what i mean like, so do people can they cars drive over go right now mm -hmm. you can't have cars on it now mm -hmm. yeah I thought that was the whole reason for no, I think it's because it's like, it's not like a main thoroughfare. Like, uh, so okay. London bridge you. is right. used by many, many it's, it's small for sure, okay. but there are pictures of it and it's just like, Oh, it's just at Lake Havasu. But how crazy is that? And there's that no better, there's no better place for uh, a storied bit of America of uh, world architecture to go than Lake, Lake Havasu, Havasaw. just the yeah. finest of yeah. Americana. There's nothing untoward that goes on at Lake Havasu. No. <laughs> yeah. That one blew my mind. For yeah. I sure. like that one a lot. 
that's that wouldn't give me a lot of confidence uh driving across that bridge after like knowing that knowing, yeah. they got rid of it because too many people like it couldn't like, hold this up this seems dangerous and havasu's like that's us yeah <laughs> we'll take that like, <laughs> you should be all right uh what what wasn't reported is uh lake havasu actually bought it for 100 dollars and 16 cans of monster energy that was the <laughs> that was the actual Jeez. purchase price for london bridge uh, what else you got, Bryce? Do you see that there's... Uh, so I talked about the world's largest ball of twine earlier. Do you, yeah. do you guys see there's two of them? Yeah, there's a fight um, over yeah, who has a, the world's largest ball of twine. Yeah, yeah, and it's such semantics. But, okay, so there's, there's one like... It's like size versus weight. It's... So it's... One's in Cocker City, Kansas, right? And this one Because of course it is. Yeah. 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 Kansas makes... You know, right. that's where it would be. Um, but... The one that's there, I guess the like all the people in the town and like visitors and stuff can like come and like add to it. Yeah. Um. So they, you know, you you could go add twine whenever you stop and visit it. And so it, just, it, it just keeps growing. And it literally started as like a guy was like, "Hey, leave your leftover twine here. I'll get rid of it for you." And then it just sort of got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, and so that's then exactly it, just it. started. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. He's, he's oh, like, what a, a weird thing <laughs> to do. Yeah. Just, just, hey, just leave your twine here. If you hey. happen to have some twine on you, <laughs> drop it What's off. Up, bro? You got some twine? Because if you need to get rid of that, Who I got Who ever has leftover twine? I've, like, never had, I've never had starting twine. I've had twine, but like, I don't, it doesn't ever go bad or anything. So like, what makes it leftover? Yeah. You just don't need it anymore. Yeah. You're done with it. I, I, uh, so, so then in, in Darwin, Minnesota, you have... Um, what they call the world's largest ball of twine and the semantics on it is it's the largest ball of twine rolled by one man. <laughs> so, oh, sure. so because the first one is, you know, like you can go add to it right. and you know, we're all working together on this twine ball. <laughs> 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 the, the, the one in Minnesota. What a weird thing. <laughs> the one in Minnesota is hands off. It's like glass, like case, because it's like no, this yeah, one guy did it, yeah. and it's the biggest yeah. that's ever been made. The twine ball. <laughs> yeah. So I, I gotta tell you, I think Kansas wins. I think so too. Yeah. I, their, their concept is better. I, I like the idea of you know, like you're in a, a meeting and uh, you have to like introduce yourself and say something interesting, and you're like. <laughs> And I added to the twine ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am a part owner of the part world owner. record. <laughs> part owner of the world record twine ball. I think that uh, it's also just one of those things. That, like, I like the idea of the new mayor of Darwin, Miss, uh, Minnesota getting elected. And they're like, obviously, we'd like to balance the budgets. We have some potholes downtown. And you're going to get those MFers in Kansas, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like that's, part, like, that's one of his four jobs is yeah. to like, fight for the twine ball uh. being being the uh the biggest in the world yep so there's two of them out there they both claim to be the world's largest another another world largest one uh that kind of became i think because lucy was so big yeah that, that became a you know a big one uh how about the world's largest ball of paint <laughs> Did you, you guys see a baseball yeah it started as just a baseball yeah no it was just a so it was a baseball I, hanging on a string and in a genius move of marketing this paint company was like well we're gonna paint around it and we're just going to keep painting and so now it, it it was 1977 when it started what's the number of coats it's something outrageous Twenty-four thousand layers of paint and it weighs more than two and a half tons Jeez. now where is this uh it's in indiana indiana okay. and so you can still paint on it like oh you, just like the twine you can go today yeah. again proving that kansas has the biggest look we are the number one kansas twine podcast and, <laughs> and we, we support you feel very confident in that statement uh, <laughs> we would be happy to be sponsored by the world's largest ball of twine we might not be the world's largest am radio show on twine because i feel like that's <laughs> the people that would be talking yeah. about it but podcast for sure we're welcome the, we're back the biggest to podcast <laughs> Um, yeah, so Indiana has the world's largest ball of paint that started as a 
as a baseball. Um, and it's just kind of a weird thing to me to be, I guess it's worth being proud of, but it's just, you, you have this structure and you, in, in one room is now taken up entirely. It's just, just like paint, paint, this <laughs> ball. I don't know if that one would get me to stop. Ceiling. I think you're I not, would. I'm moving it anytime soon. If it's no, have you tons. seen pictures of it? It's yeah. like, it's like hoisted up by yeah. like these steel cables. Cause it weighs so much. I think I would drive by that one. Yeah. That's one. I don't need that photo. You don't need the world's <laughs> yeah. largest ball paint. I, that's a pass for me. All right. What I else do you, you guys think? I was, when I was doing all this research, like looking, you see like the pictures of like, you know, like the awkward picture of a couple like standing in front of right. it or whatever. And I, th- I thought to myself at first, like who on earth takes up, like goes to this and then who, like, why do you have that picture? But I guess like if you stop, like you better get the picture. Oh yeah. That's why you're stopping. Uh, yeah. Like, you're yeah. there. I mean, it is, it you're is in one, it. It is one Michelin paint can. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of like largest things and, uh, in the world, the world's largest ketchup bottle, but I guess it's a catsup bottle. Yeah. Where is that? So it's in, it's in Illinois. Illinois. It's, it's spelled right, like right C-A-T-S-U-P. S-U-P. S-U-P. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to read it. It is strange yeah. when they spell ketchup that way. I don't Yeah. I actually Googled like, what's the difference between ketchup what and is ketchup? The There's not a difference. Right? There's no difference. Yeah. It's just, a, you can spell it either way. Uh, basically when we started mass producing, uh, ketchup in the United States, like Heinz and stuff, they spelled it like ketchup instead of catsup. It was and spelled so that's catsup just, before. Uh, when yeah. it came over from yeah, it like used to be Europe, the, the it was C-A-T. catsup. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. You like you're. I don't like the people that say catsup. Like I don't know any that say catsup. But, like, <laughs> but I I'd fight them if I, I do. just know that I don't <laughs> like that. People. The amount of times that you've just <laughs> said the word, you just made someone up that you don't like. <laughs> yeah. that you don't know. I'm actually like legitimately kind of angry at the person right now. Right. Like, like I, when you find this future person, the person doesn't exist. They do. They're probably ninety, but in his head they exist. <laughs> yeah, listen, oh. Jerry. Ketchup, Jerry. Where is that bottle? Of, Illinois. Uh, it's in Illinois. Yeah. Um, so I saw this world's largest bottle of ketchup. So I have to Google it a little bit further to learn more. And uh, come and find out, there is a world's largest ketchup bottle festival. Oh, if you guys oh, want to go to is. the festival, I would like to go. Uh, and the, the front page of their website is, is when you pull up the ketchup festival, it just says. Heads up, ketchup bottle fans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what a great opening All right, line. I'm back, I'm back in. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. So, okay. yep, uh, I would stop and also yeah. go to the festival. June 9th and 10th, uh, the ketchup bottle right. festival. So if you guys, you Let's know. see. What part of Illinois is that in? I wonder if it's near Chicago or not. Uh, uh, Collinsville? Collinsville. There was know. another one in Illinois. There was... Um, <laughs> you like thinking about it? I'm at my calendar. If I'm in the area, I, <laughs> I might. Summers uh, in Chicago are nice. <laughs> they had a... There's a Leaning Tower of Pisa replica in Illinois as well. I like that move. I like uh, like Paris, Texas. It's like, we've got an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's not going to make people go to Paris, Texas, bro. <laughs> no. Like, I, I think it might be working, though. Uh, maybe. Some, I mean, I'm yeah, talking some about Some people, I guess. Yeah, so Niles, Illinois has a one half the size replica of the leaning tower of Pisa. Is it leaning? It is leaning. Same but angle. It, it's half the angle as well. Half the angle. Yeah. So like, I think, um, the one in Pisa is leaning at 15 degrees. Okay. And so this one is seven and a half degrees, which I, I, that is half that does make I don't it, know. That does make it different for me. <laughs> I, buddy. I, I, I can't I don't know. That's just laziness. Yeah. I don't you know what they're going the for. Size. We're going to have to angle. But yeah. Not Step Niles, up. Illinois. Um, speaking of Heinz, let's go over to Pennsylvania. All right. What's in Pennsylvania? Uh, I thought you were going to talk about Robert Kraft. That's not this podcast. Let's give him a hand. We would definitely have to slap the explicit tag on that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Linesville, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. 
This is where there's a spillway uh, that they have engineered in such a way that is so full of, uh, of carp that the ducks can literally walk on the carp because they're so thick in the oh water that the duck don't fall down into it. Wow. And people go as a tourist attraction. It, by the way, all this information is from roadsideamerica.com. Great website. It's a great idea for a website for this podcast, but the website's horrible. Oh, it's a terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. <laughs> I, can, I wouldn't expect it to be like that the way quality. It's built out is horrible. Well, they probably like, don't have a lot of money coming. Let in. you know you can get a house or you can get a room at the Econo Lounge, uh, Linesville for uh, seventy nine dollars tonight. Perfect. Uh, if you want to go, uh, so the attraction doesn't advertise, but it draws about three hundred thousand people a year. Oh my gosh. And the Spillway is the second most popular tourist destination in Pennsylvania, trailing the Liberty Bell, according to the guy that runs the Spillway. Oh, uh, that's, I don't, yeah. I love a guy that just makes a wild claim right. about his weird fish thing. Right. There's no way that's true. There's no way. That he's I'm like, starting to think yeah. through things in, like, in the state of Pennsylvania, and there's just... Name any of the professional sports say, yeah, teams, say, yeah, and they all stadium. attract like the Rocky more Steps, right? Yeah, those are oh, yeah, from Philadelphia. Steps. Yeah, the Philadelphia Pat's Museum. King of Steaks, Geno's, yeah. like surely yeah. more than 300,000 people a year. The Steelers Stadium, PPG yeah. Paints Arena, Lincoln Field, like spillway any of Spillway full of carp. Or a spillway <laughs> full of carp. So here's what the manager of With the, the... Jesus ducks walking on water. <laughs> That's right. Jesus ducks. <laughs> here's, here's what the manager said. A spillway is a natural food attraction for fish. And <laughs> thank you. People have been coming here. Because it's right off the road since it opened in the 1930s. It's fun to hurl bread. <laughs> and it's cheap. Hurl? And it pulls in more fish. <laughs> so apparently uh, the ducks roll not very clear here other than the fact that they walk on the fish's heads. Yeah. Um, but the uh, people come here and they just take loaves of bread and throw them <laughs> at this mass of carps. And the carp just eat it all. I guess it's not carps. It's carp. Um, uh, I'm reading a few, I'm reading a few reviews of being here. Um, there was, uh, is the first review from a person named Nancy, uh, someone named <laughs> Dana at a, uh, she was at uncle Al's produce stand. She said, I've lived here since 1992. I've never seen ducks walk on the fish. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing is a hoax. So, a hater. <laughs> super hater. So it's over before it started. So, yeah. And the manager who's been there since 1955 says, are the fish so thick that the ducks walk on them? He asked rhetorically. I think they do. The ducks are in there fighting for that bread. So they're going to get on top of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good Mitch Hedberg joke right there. Yeah, he says, I feel that duck's opinion of me is very based on whether or not I have bread. <laughs> That's right. That's right yeah. um, so I've got a little bit more on the carp because I, I really, good, I really, yeah, I really, keep, I really we like need that. more. Keep rolling. There's Put a concession stand that sells loaves of bread for a buck. Uh, <laughs> But down the road, there's a place called the Bread House, and you can get five loaves for a three dollars. Wow. So you're basically looking at a two two loaf bonus there. Gotcha. Um, but the convenience. A biology professor at the local college staked out the spillway and calculated each visitor rubs hurls roughly two point four pounds of bread into the oh spillway, and uh, it's not quite as dramatic as le- as gators leaping for food. Uh, but it's kind of this weird, the bread just appears to just disappear down and it's being, uh, chewed up the whole time. Uh, if you'd like to go, you can uh, go. It's in Linesville, Pennsylvania. Uh, if you go to roadside America, they give very hilarious directions that would only be on a website called roadside America. I'll give you a brief taste. Take I 80 to I 79, take exit 36, 
then go past the lake, stay right on, on US 6, and then left at Mercer Street. So if you're around there, that's the way to get or, there. Or you could just use Google Maps. Yeah. Like most yeah. of us do. People nowadays. who are using roadsideamerica.com <laughs> are probably not using road. Uh, but to give you an idea, it's uh, Roadside America rates it the best. That's uh, five water towers. All right. Wow. So, oh, that's what they, yeah. oh, they rate man. in water towers. <laughs> that's right. So Linesville, PA, the ducks walk on carp. I mean, just look at that picture. Look how thick the fish are there. It's, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. They want that bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like how he's like, the ducks want that bread, so they're going to walk on the fish. <laughs> I feel like that's a funny T-shirt idea. <laughs> have a picture of a duck and say, got to get this bread. Got to get this <laughs> bread. Yeah, yeah. bread. I'm sure that exists. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. What else we got, guys? Hey, uh, cool question for you, Mike. Yep. There's like, I feel like a lot of these are in Oklahoma. Have you been to... I know you went to college up there. Have you been to any of these? Like the, uh, no. like that blue whale that's in. Oh yeah, I saw that, that blue one. whale's in a commercial now yeah, too. That, I don't know. Was it? Uh, it's in like a Volkswagen commercial. Yeah, it's in like Catusa. Right? Yeah, Catusa outside of Tulsa. Yeah, no. and then Tulsa also has like that giant gold. Like he says with a weird bit of authority of knowing the name of the town, Catusa. Catusa. It's like in Catusa yeah. or. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma is like a million small towns. Yeah. Like everybody, you, like you meet a hundred people from Oklahoma and every single one of them is going to be from a different little town. Really? Yeah. And My grandfather's from Eric, Oklahoma, which yeah. is a small town that a no lot one of knows them, about. Yeah. A lot of them have like Native American names, but um, like super like every, so you just start to know names of towns. So what's yeah. the word on this Catoosa whale? Do we have it used to be a uh, water park? Yeah, right? it's a little water park. And they oh. basically, um, they just... It's all gone by the wayside except for the whale. So there's just this giant papier mache whale. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it is in a commercial now. That, that little yeah, whale. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Yeah. So I'm going to take a big sidestep here. All right. And because I really want to get to this story. Yeah. Um, have you been to Mannequin Piss? Mm-hmm. Do no. you know what that is? I yeah. have no idea what it the is. One you know what it yeah, is. It's the one in Brussels. It's in Brussels. It's the yeah. little boy peeing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, little boy yeah, peeing yeah, statue. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Bryce and I went, we're in Europe together yep. and, uh, we, Humble were in, yeah. <laughs> we went for the, uh, European championships. We saw Germany versus Poland at Stade de France. We did no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but while we were in Brussels, uh, hanging out, uh, top five hangover of my life for sure. Yeah. But top five meaning it was the worst or top five worst hangover. Yeah, yeah, okay, my gotcha, head yeah. hurt Ep- so bad. Episode eight hangovers. Right. Yeah. That yep. was real. Yep. Um, anyways, so we went to mannequin piss and it is wildly underwhelming. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is wildly underwhelming. It is in like kind of a sketchy little street. Like there's like a, it's just a random street corner, random street corner. Yeah. It's tiny, like yeah. tiny. Like, it's, um, and it's just a kid being, yeah. it's just a kid being, and there's like actually like a crappy, uh, like metal fence, like around it. So like, you can't get like a good picture of it. It's like a chain link fence around. Oh, it. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's just, I mean, it's, it's crappy. It's, um, it's nothing. It's very reporting. underwhelming. Totally underwhelming. Yeah. But more than that, right next to the uh, Delirium like brewery bar oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. Brussels is Jenna Piss, which is the female version of it. Oh, and no. it's like this a is little a real toddler. Thing. Yeah, and it's like a toddler female like in a half squat peeing. peeing. Yes. This and one was built at the same time, or it was built like in reaction to. I mean, it was built in reaction. It to, didn't I get believe. near as famous. Like, yeah. No. That. Yeah. But it actually does get quite a few people at it in in Bryce and I is like super hungover, like trying to muster up some energy state. Yeah. We sat there with Jenna, my wife, and uh, like we sat outside of the delirium bar. There's a tiny little table right next to mannequin piss. And I just took pictures of everybody coming up to see it <laughs> and how <laughs> disappointed they were. Their in look it. Of yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. They're I so disappointed. And oh. I had this whole idea of like, I was going to like build like a Yelp 
review of it, like, <laughs> of like every single picture of people being disappointed. But I mean, it fell through. But for the rest of that trip, it fell through. Yeah. I, of, I didn't want to write a Yelp I, review. Yeah, I, yeah, I was too late. Yeah. You didn't still miss that book deal. Still have the, picture. still the pictures still on my available. phone. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe one of these days, probably not. Um, but for the rest of the trip, we referred to Jenna as Jenna K. Piss. Oh, that's perfect. And so she, she was not Jenna happy K. about she it. She didn't yeah. like it the first time. She definitely Still didn't like it like the hundredth time yeah. uh, on the rest of that trip. I like the idea. You kind of gave me the idea just then of doing a like doing a coffee table book of just people being disappointed of all of these, <laughs> yeah. all of these attractions. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Though. It was <laughs> like, like you would just watch. They'd be all excited. They're coming up to it, and then they see it, and they're just like, and oh, was everyone just oh. like, oh. Oh, that's well, it. you have to like, it's behind a, like this one's actually got a behind like a cage. Yeah, cage. Yeah. So you can actually like reach your hand through, but like if you dropped your phone or something, You're, yeah, but it's like built into a wall and it is really small. And I mean, I don't know if it's like sexist or what it is, but like for some reason, the little boy peeing is not nearly as creepy as Jenna no. K. Piss. Yeah. The Jenna K. Piss thing is weird to look at. He just strange. showed me a picture of the girl and it's not something so you a bunch of like adults coming up and taking pictures of it it's, it's just kind of a weird thing it's uh, very strange it's way more offensive than the world's largest bottle of catsup yeah. yes <laughs> um so if you are in brussels or go to brussels yeah check out the delirium bar for sure <laughs> but i would just say no and just don't me. don't get your hopes up i've got one um from mississippi did you guys see this one that is like it's the most What's mississippi thing of all time so there's a restaurant and I'm going to say this name. This is the name of the restaurant. The restaurant is called Mammy's Cupboard. Okay. Okay. And they had a giant, uh, we'll call it controversial roadside stand of a woman holding like a tray of food. And it was controversial because as you know, like in the 60s, there were like these incredibly racist statues that people would like put on their porch or whatever right. of, of, of black people. And Mammy's was a huge, like multi-story tall version of it and so they were like hey you should not do that because we're civilized humans and they said and the owners responded in the most mississippi way i can imagine they kept it up and just spray painted it white oh, oh wow so it's just this giant white quasi spray painted right. <laughs> grandmother that sits over the restaurant that still is apparently open today uh word on the street great apple pie Oh, I was yeah. going to say good biscuits and gravy. Pie. Yeah. Oh, so the restaurant's still open. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I say word on the street, great apple pie. And that sounds like I'm like making like a tag along joke. I'm not every place that I read about it, which was only three <laughs> all mentioned the apple pie. You are probably more well, like better versed on this than 99% of the population. Yeah, that's, that's right. Now that you've checked three sources on, the, <laughs> on, on, on mammies. That's yeah. right. Uh, anybody got another one? Anybody else? Oh, got lots of them. Oh, let's go for it. Um, I'm going to just a really weird one that I found. Uh, there's like, you know, there's a decent amount of stuff with aliens, uh, especially like area right. 51 and things like that. Right. right. Um, and I got this off of like a thrillist article. There is a alien brothel. Uh, no, in, come like, on. Uh, oh yeah. Like an Where's area this? 51 area. Uh, so it's in Nevada. So, yeah. I guess it's legal there, huh? It yeah. is. Yeah. And it is, uh, I mean, I went to the website and that's I got off of it really fast. That's dangerous. So I had to like find an article. I had to find an article that's on it dangerous. that like wasn't uh, attached to the website. Right. Like I wanted to read about it, but nothing to do with the site or yeah. any anything to do with that right. line of work, um, that industry. But yeah, it's uh, so like it's do exactly, they dress up exactly what you think it would be. Yeah. Yep. 
they I mean alien it's alien themed wow oh um, no do they yeah, paint the, their skin or something like that? I, 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 I guess know. we didn't dump um, in. the the whole like the story behind it is like these sex goddesses of this of this planet There's like a story. crash landed on uh <laughs> crash landed in nevada and they like so yeah uh just i mean i think people that go to most of these attractions that we're talking about are kind of like family Griswoldy kind of yeah not this one not this one uh don't bring your family to that yeah, you know their most famous customer robert spacecraft no <laughs> oh. it's a second robert craft joke <laughs> It wasn't a good one, though. <laughs> I, I thought of it like two seconds into you saying it, and uh, I was just sitting just on it, waiting, 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 just waiting. waiting. It was good. Robert yeah. Spacecraft's kind of funny. It was funny. Okay. Uh, old Bobby Spacecraft. <laughs> Alien brothel. There's a lot of Stonehenge-related. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that there was like... People like recreating there was Stonehenge. There like, well, Foamhenge yep. and Carhenge or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's a deep irony in the fact <laughs> that the, both of them. The, people that are, <laughs> the people that are mimicking Stonehenge probably have no idea what Stonehenge is why it was built yeah have you guys been to stonehenge i've been told I'm it's not. underwhelming actually, yeah that's another well. one that's it's like scotland right? yeah that's what england, i was in england england friends yeah. of mine have have said that like you get there and you're like that's it all right yeah <laughs> yeah i've heard it's underwhelming yeah but is it out like in the middle of nowhere kind of yes yeah. a good couple hours and you can't get near it like there's a fence around it protecting it so oh, okay um how about uh wiki watchy springs what yeah i don't know what that is no idea so central florida uh, if you ever wanted to see real mermaids, this is your chance. Oh, they have them there, huh? Yeah. So since 1947 uh, in Wiki uh mermaids do a couple dances a day. They like these women in mermaid tales that there's like a air hose down there and they do like a choreographed dance for uh, for the audience. People pay to see the mermaids dance. And I guess it's like a pretty rigorous uh <laughs> uh like audition process and it's it's difficult to get the job and some of the mermaids have been there like 17 18 years i wow. mean they and uh it's every bit as exploitative as it sounds if you look at the photos it is sounds like they're on the tail end of their career uh, robert's spacecraft <laughs> right it bryce sounds, it sounds right bryce yep <laughs> vegas bryce doesn't like the puns bryce is so <laughs> unhappy that yeah. he's here i'm right anti i'm anti puns right now you know what uh so wiki watchy springs is apparently not worth the money, according to everybody on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I've never been really into the whole mermaid thing, so probably would miss it anyway. There's something for everybody. Mermaids, aliens. How disgusting is the gum wall in Seattle? It's the worst. Yeah, I actually, that is nasty. It just grosses yeah, me out. I agree. I can't even I wouldn't want to Especially the ones that are like dripping. Uh, down. Yeah. How do you even get it to do that? Yeah, I, would, I don't know. That's another skip for me gross i would pass on that one it's a wall in seattle with a lot of gum stuck to it yep um i think everybody knows like people yeah. have heard of the gum wall right i don't yeah. know i don't I, know if I it's that like popular it's, actually i think that <laughs> i feel like it's up there on the list. i feel like you know you know about like the love locks in paris and yeah the, that's right the gum wall in seattle that's like the best <laughs> proof for parisians to say that we're worse than them as americans like we have love locks you guys have a gum wall <laughs> <laughs> It's not nearly as classy. Uh, Have you guys ever stopped at any of like the food destinations, like the world's largest cheeseburger? I think no. like out in Lubbock, right? Isn't that where one of the steaks no, is? No, in Amarillo, okay. um, there's the the big Texan, 72-ounce steak. Uh, I had a friend that tried it. Uh, we were in high school. He For the did, t-shirt? Yeah, he did not. You get the steak free if you eat it. It's a steak. <laughs> It's a baked potato. It's a salad and a 32 ounce tea. And you have to do it. There was this competitive eater. Have like cardiologists like hanging oh, out there. God. There's this competitive eater woman who's like unbelievably good. And she did 
two of them in the allotted amount of time. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She's two. She's crazy. In fact, we should do a show on competitive eating. That's almost yeah, 10 pounds of meat, right? Yeah, it, it, dude. And she That's just destroys okay. it. It's unbelievable. Oh, um, there's but, a world's largest burger is in Clearfield PA and it's 10 pounds of beef and 25 slices of cheese. Like you can't eat that much. Right. That's they like said, they give you three hours uh, for you and a friend to okay. try to eat it. And if you, if you do, then you get your money back. So See, that's, but, that's the best thing ever is that the, the owners of these places have figured that out. But why would you even try It's 17 inch bun because you think 25 you can get it for slices free. of cheese and, but who wants, I mean, so if it's you and a buddy, that means it's five pounds of meat and 12 and a half slices of cheese. Yeah, that's a hard each. pass for me. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do one more and then we'll take a quick break. Do we have one more good one to end on? Have you guys been to any of these weird ones? I've been, to, the only one I've been to is Cadillac Ranch. Cadillac Ranch? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I've been to the Pig Texan too. And as I said, watch someone try to eat a 72 ounce steak. Have you guys been to the um, the Prada outside of Marfa? Oh, yeah. I've been to that, that one, one too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that I've not been to that one, but I, like I that's kind of on the read list. a little bit about that. Yeah. It's not. For this and it's underwhelming. I mean, it's a fake Prada store that yeah. you like look in. And the, it's, it's guys just like from Instagram-y. Like, yeah, yeah. Like people loved Instagram. It's guys thing. from, uh, like a guy from New York did it, or a couple guys from New yeah. York commissioned it. And yeah. it's supposed to be like a, um, I don't know, like it's supposed to show like what can happen because i guess they're from like soho in new york mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not very familiar with all the bros of new york to be completely honest soho is mostly lost but go on yeah okay i thought you said bros that's at our, first and our... not burrows oh bros yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I, that I was like i don't know all the bros in new we york either. Know, there's a lot of bros <laughs> well, we just hadn't referenced the office yet today so i had to do an office line there but yeah. okay on. yeah um stop by sabaro pizza yeah uh um, new york slice so i guess that neighborhood that they like grew up in or whatever like uh, changed a lot like gentrification happened and now it's like all shops and it's like like no one that's from the area can like live there anymore so like they that's like that's like the statement symbolism. they're making they're making yeah. a statement in in marfa like by putting this uh, product store like see what can happen to any neighborhood type thing which uh, that's a reach all right <laughs> yeah. you know what happens is just teen girls instagram from your store that's, that's exactly. what it becomes yeah. it's not, the store is open uh 24 7 yeah or it's closed all the time right I mean, it's not an actual yeah, store. That's right. But you yeah. can walk into it. Oh, you can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if you can. It said it's open 24 yeah. seven, but, um, at any rate, a bunch of people Instagram from it 24 seven. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be back with our brand new last segment of the show and a few other notes that we wanted to pass along to you on the pretend to know show episode nine roadside attractions. back episode nine of the pretend to know show we talked roadside attractions we actually had a couple more that were interesting maybe we can uh drop some links to that in the uh on the website on the social because it was interesting and we just didn't want to go too long um on a lot of it so i am super stoked to talk about a few things right now one we teased it last week but if you are a listener in the houston area very soon we're going to have pretend to know bar trivia at a 
yet to be announced location. We finalized the deal with them. We just have to find. We just have to figure out a date that works. Somebody asked me, "Is it trivia like about pretend to no show?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst no. kind of uh, trivia. I couldn't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> what is Michael's favorite color? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be bar trivia brought to you by the pretend to no show. <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear because if one person was thinking it, yeah, someone yeah, else, someone else was, yeah, no, just presented by us. We will be hosting. Uh, and which means Kiko will be hosting. That's not true. We'll have three mics. <laughs> we both know you're the captain. Uh, but I'm the captain now. <laughs> we will. We'll be hosting. There'll be awesome drink specials. There's going to be some. It's in the food at the place that we're going to do this. Insane. Oh, amazing. So we'll we'll definitely let you know well ahead of time. Best burger in Houston, according to someone, Allison Cook. Boom. Uh, so let's get to that when we get to it. But now I want to come up on our new segment that I'm really excited about, and it's uh, it's called. Um, what beer did you drink this week? It's uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, very, it's very self-explanatory. <laughs> what that means. You, haven't, uh, uh, you haven't made any music for it yet? Uh, not yet. It's a, I have a rule that we have to do it three weeks for me to dedicate the time to... I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't even know those are... Did you know the rule, Mike? I, I didn't just, know the rule. I didn't know the rule. I made this rule up this morning. No. <laughs> no. Thanks for the, telling us the rule. <laughs> I spent so much time on the <laughs> other stuff. It basically means like, I'll get to it next week. Yes, yes exactly. Right. Yeah. We've done it twice. But I will so say that uh, What Did You Drink This Week is brought to you by michelottomap.com. So you can uh, go Fine on there. spice. That's right. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a michelada is, I can't tell you how much you're missing out on it. We, we reference them a decent amount, I feel yeah. like. Um, In fact, we got amazing. a text this morning from a friend, uh, from Jason, who said, how are the michelada boys doing this morning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we're just known as now. Huh? I mean, I chase them. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta go find them. And so because of that, we partnered with micheladamap.com and you can go there and, uh, find the best michelada in your area, zip code, anything, right? Yeah. It's a pretty helpful resource. Helps you track it down. And if you find one that's not on the map, you should submit it and get your, get your name on the, on the annals of history of adding to micheladamap.com. <laughs> I know the guy that runs it. He's great dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we get along with him. Well, what am I drinking this week? Micheladamap.com. Check it out. Uh, Michael, what are you drinking this week? So good friend, uh, Larry, uh, big beer guy. He always hooks me up with all the newest releases from Spindle Tap. Um, brewery in Houston, they almost exclusively do hazy IPAs now. That's yeah, definitely um, their thing. The rest, like, the rest of their beer is good, too. It's just the hazies are what they're famous for. And they come out with a ton of new releases of them. Uh, drinking the Aggressive Editions today. Delicious. Uh I think we all shared shared a little bit of it. It's a, I mean, it's a nice hazy, but still got the hop flavor, uh, which is something that I like. I don't like when they're super soft and just yeah can't taste like doesn't taste like an IPA at all. Right. right. Uh, it's had a nice little squeak there. Yeah. Uh, IPA at all. Yeah. But um, Spindle Tap Aggressive Editions, delicious. I'm sticking with Spindle Tap as well. Thanks, Larry. I don't know you, but I'm I'm a big <laughs> fan of your work. Shout out to Larry. <laughs> um, I'm going with Draped Up. It's also an IPA. Uh, it's my favorite because it has a purple can. That's my favorite color. And uh, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Well, I'm a remember that for pretending to have trivia. I was, about to say, I was about to say, is that why he's <laughs> writing that, that one down, <laughs> folks? Uh, Just snuck in his favorite a, color. It's a tie break. <laughs> oh, what, what about you, Bryce? What is uh, what's getting you through post Vegas world over there? Well, so I have coconut water, <laughs> even more ridiculous. Yeah. I have from Ingenious Brewery, which is um, in the suburbs here in Houston, it's their Mocha Frap Froyo which is a ridiculous, they call it a New England-style black milkshake double IPA. I'm into it. It's yeah. I tried it. It's actually things. good. It's a lot of things, yeah. but it's um, it's got, like, coffee flavor, um, actually mo- mostly coffee flavor, hence the mocha name, um, but they have 
you know, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of chocolate as well. So it's a lot going on, but it's delicious. Yeah. Shout out uh, Larry again. Um, he actually just released a beer with Ingenious. Yeah. Um, I remember you telling me that. A couple weeks ago. What was that? Um, it's called Juice Wayne. Oh, yeah. I had that last night. It's awesome. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, if Man. you like hazy IPAs and you like hops, then you'll really enjoy this beer because there are a ton of them. They put 10 pounds per barrel uh, of hops, which is for anyone that knows anything about beer it's a lot That's if you don't lot. know about then trust me speaking it's a lot <laughs> speaking of hops did i hear a rumor that some hops oh maybe has yes. been maybe oh, has been procured right. stitcher luke came through <laughs> let's give him a hand yeah Everybody yeah, yeah. Uh, got the picture this week uh just a, like on a random weekday night Man, it was. Hyped. and uh there was a picture I'm of so excited two, for that. They, they sell them in four packs so because of uh, course they do. Right. why not gouge um, people some more yeah Hanson Brothers. Uh, but we have procured them. We don't have them yet. Uh, next time we see Stitcher Luke, um, I'll make sure to get those. He didn't get any any for himself. He said just for the podcast, what? boys. He's got to keep some for himself. Yeah, well, maybe we can. Maybe he can deliver them and he can sit in on the cast and yeah, have, have one with, with us, us while we're hanging so, out. So, yeah, stay tuned because one of these weeks, this segment is going to be, what are you drinking? Mm, hops. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, maybe that will just be the song for the uh for the segment oh yeah um, the audio that would be good Just mbop. yeah i mean michael bolton did a lot for us so the handsome brothers can only do so <laughs> oh, much yeah. too uh sorry right. Mike, sorry michael bolton for that comparison yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're the goat um hey hit us up on our social media let us know what you'd like us to do a story on a show on not a story a show uh show at pretend to know.com we are at pretend to know show on Instagram and on Facebook. So you can join us on any of those mediums at pretend show on Twitter at pretend show on Twitter. And, uh, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, uh, and then let us know whenever you want to sponsor us because we are ready for that. So, uh, I've got nothing else for this week. I'm Kiko. I'm Bryce podcast, Mike. Thanks for <laughs> listening.